Hello and welcome to episode 95 of Inside Job with V and Pam. This week we are talking about cost, specifically the costs of falling into old patterns. Especially when we feel good, it's easy to let this happen. But at what cost? Expectations, emotions, actions, and interactions can all pull at our energy until before we know it, we're drained. Then we are absolutely less than our best, and we snap, or we crack, or we withdraw. How can we stop this cycle? By boosting our capacity through awareness and self-care, by lowering expectations to realistic levels, and by staying tuned in to how we're caring for ourselves. This week, Pam and V share some experiences and insights about resilience and balance. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we have found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hey there, this is Virginia. Before we head to today's episode, I'd like to tell you about a couple of offerings from Vila Bassi Transformational Coaching. The first is a free oracle card reading. This is a brief introduction into the ways that oracle cards can bring you clarity and help you remember what's most important to you so that you can find your next right action along your life journey. The second is a mini coaching session. If you're curious about coaching or cards, or just have a couple of questions before you dive in deeper, you can find the links to both of these in the show notes, and I look forward to meeting you for a card reading or a quick chat. Hi, Pam. Hi, Virginia. Great to see you. Great to see you too. It's always a pleasure to join you here in this space together. Yeah. You know, I'm going to ask you, are you ready for me to ask you or would you oh, like to ask me? Can we, I think I should ask you first. Okay. I actually, <laughs> because, um, because I saw some things that you're doing, but, and that may or may not be what you want to share, but, um, I think I want to ask you first, thank you for giving me a choice. Um, how are you being today? I am being rejuvenated. I am being pleasantly full energetically. I've had some experiences in the past couple of weeks that have really helped me fill my cup. Um, I went to a new local place with a friend yesterday. 
uh, and just had an absolutely delightful time. I I had hoped that it was going to be enjoyable, but the experience I actually had felt like so much more than just enjoying a brand new place. And I, I still can't quite put my finger on exactly what happened, <laughs> but the whole, the whole sensory experience from being in the space to experiencing the food and the drinks that we had, it was all just, it was all just wonderful. And that, I mean, that's the most recent thing. It feels like there have been a lot of, a lot of beautiful experiences, um, even in the, even in just the past week, even since we last got together with each other. Change is always in the air. Uh, with two boys, it's hard not to have change occurring in one place or another. And sometimes I feel like I've just got a tiger by the tail. But today I can say, I feel like I'm standing pretty solid in myself and observing the changes, but not getting knocked around by them which feels really good. Well, I'm happy for you. That's great. And now I'm going to ask you, my friend. Yeah. How are you being today? So I'm so glad I even have the chance to voice this because I think I need to hear it. Uh, I, I feel today I'm being, well, I'm being extra careful with myself giving extra care. Um, we were supposed to do this, oh, I don't know, two or three hours ago, and I just needed more space. Um, so I asked for it and you are so gracious. And that's one of the things that makes our friendship so potent that we can say what we need and ask for what we need. And um, I just, I just sort of feel really run down. So how I'm being is a little extra care that is very much needed. So my energy is kind of low today, and it's really because um, I've I thought I would have a little more space in the last couple of weeks as we got into the new year. We're in mid January right now, which is hard to believe. Um, but I ended up having like a pretty heavy workload and um, some other things that were going on that I had to be responsible for. And sometimes I think because well. I, let's get into the topic because I'm thinking, so here's how I'm being is extra careful. And I can tell that my energy and capacity is very low today. Um, so the, the good part is I'm aware. And before it would have just been, oh, keep that appointment two or three hours earlier, do that other two or three things that I thought I might do today and um, don't take a break. Um, I've really shifted from that over the years, but in the last couple of weeks, I've had no choice but to kind of drive hard. So I have a choice today. Today is a day where I don't have that um, looking over me. So um, I'm, I really am glad to kind of talk about um, change and the energy of change and the cost of of what that is and how we can look at that. And I have moments of great feelings of being very full up. And I know those are coming again. In fact, I'm going to, today will be a day where I plan something that I know will give that to me because I need that. And I don't need it to just happen randomly. In this case, I need it to happen within the next few days. 
So I'm going to plan that today. Uh, but I, I think that um, as we end a, end a year and then start a new year, I, I don't know about you, but I had so much excitement about I'm going to conquer the world in this new year. And it, in my mind, it's like everything that was sort of happening before, like magically the slate got wiped clean. Actually, that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, but I think I thought that I had like a hundred percent capacity going into this new year and how quickly that drained down for me because of a lot of circumstances that were out of my control. Um, and so uh, I think it's just being extra careful right now with, I've reached my limit. It's very clear. And I, I need to make sure that the next two weeks look very different and they can, there's, there's, there's much more in place that that will happen. Um, so that's kind of uh, what I thought we could talk about today. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have on, on, on that, that, that I just shared. First of all, I am so happy to hear that you have awareness around this. Um, also being a recovering overdoer and pusher of myself, I recognize how easy it is to fall back into that pattern, especially when we're already feeling drained. So I'm really glad to hear that you are aware of it and you are taking small steps to give yourself exactly what you need in the coming days. That's a beautiful gift. Um, secondly, even if you were at 300% coming into the new year, it is, especially when we feel good, it is very easy to fall into the patterns that are familiar, right? Of, well, I'll just take care of this thing, or I can do that, sure. Or yes, I know this is going to end soon, so I'm just going to keep doing this, or this is beyond my control, and I just have to keep going until the end, so I'm going to put my nose down to the grindstone. We, we have the capacity, and when, hmm, how would I like to say this? We have the capacity and when we're feeling full, when we're feeling good, we have a little more room to play. Does that make sense? Where say I'm at even 89%, I could drop down to, 55, 52, somewhere around there before I would start to feel it. If I drop below 50% capacity, that's when it starts to become more evident to me. And from what you shared, it sounds as though you were feeling really well-resourced. And then over the course of two weeks, that all dissipated. I remember way, way back, way back when I first started this coaching journey, 
I remember recognizing the cycle of the ebb and flow of creativity. And I feel like this is similar to the ebb and flow of our energy. I remember recognizing that there's the the creative spark that ignites us and, and excites us and that we take action, right? And we dig in and we do the things. And then we get to a sticky part where we really have to work hard to get through it. And it's not fun anymore. It starts to feel like drudgery. And we think, well, I might as well just stick with it because I'm already in it up to my armpits or up to my neck or whatever. And then we come out the other side of that and we actually see everything start to come to fruition. And then at the top of the cycle, we're riding the wave, right? And I I feel like I talked about this a really long time ago, but it was like riding the unicorn into the sunset or surfing at that perfect moment of the golden hour with all of the people that you love on the beach, watching you as you glide effortlessly in on the wave and you're just carried by the energy and everything feels so good and so amazing. And that's the part that allows us to open to the next creative spark, right? That payoff, the jackpot. And I feel as though that's similar to our energy reserves. When we feel good, we take something on and then we take more things on and then we get to that low point, right? And what I, please feel free to jump in and and offer additional thoughts. What I heard you say was, I was feeling really good when we came into the new year and then last couple of weeks have really taken a lot out of me. I'm aware of it. So I'm going to take action where before earlier in my life, I would have just kept going and been totally drained. Yeah. The differences in the awareness and the beauty of recognizing it in your body, saying this was beyond my control because there are so many things, Pam. I mean, we talk in here about making sure we're replenished and giving ourselves the care we need and the the basics, the sleep, the hydration, the nutrition. When we talk about it, when people talk about it in the wellness industry, when we read books about it, when we read articles about it, it sounds so simple. And I still... I do this work and I still think to myself, well, if it's that simple, then what's wrong with me? Why am I, why am I not feeling this way and doing these things and reaping the benefits? Dealing with what comes up in daily life is a capacity issue. It's an opera, not an opportunity. It's the ability with which we can hold space for ourselves. And when I use the word recovering, like recovering people pleaser or recovering overgiver, I do it a little bit tongue in cheek because I know that most people use recovering as like I'm recovering from substance abuse or I'm recovering from addiction or I'm recovering from an illness or and those are serious things right i don't i don't mean to be disrespectful or dismissive but i do think as our awareness increases in our self 
self-love journey and our self-care journey, we recognize where we're doing things differently. And that's part of the recovery. Does that make sense? So even though, even though your awareness has increased and allowed you to fill your cup and feel really great, in the last couple of weeks, circumstances beyond your control pulled your energy. The recovering piece and the capacity piece is not only around what we can hold, but it's also around that recognition, right? It's also around, okay, this is happening. This is how much more I'm willing to give before I have to make a change. And I think capacity is important, especially this time of year, because we get so swept up in the excitement of a new calendar. The 2022 is out the door. 2023 is the new, I don't know, what do they say? Orange is the new black, 50 is the new 30, whatever the thing is for the new year. Like you said, we think we've wiped the slate clean. That doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. (laughs) We are still carrying some internal baggage. We are still carrying some internal expectations. We are still carrying the parts of us that have learned, the parts of us that we have yet to learn from. We're still us, right? But the prevailing message is new year, new me. Don't you worry, throw that out. That 2022 was garbage. Throw it out and clean out the kitchen and make everything fresh and new. That would be beautiful. And just because we get a fresh new calendar doesn't mean that anything else has changed. When I talk with people and work with people around capacity, it's about building resilience right? It's about recognizing earlier when we are starting to get drained and using the tools that we have to buoy us up as much as possible. Not to say, oh, go on, climb back up there to that 100% full mark. If you don't have it, you don't have it. At the same time, For me, capacity is not only about what can I hold, it's about what can I do to not even maintain this, but to keep it from draining so quickly. How can I slow the draining with the new tools and the new awareness that I have? And that's what I hear you saying. I recognize that my energy has been drained I am taking steps to replenish myself. In the past, I would have kept going down this route. Now, I know better for myself. I am doing it differently. And I know that this will help me replenish. Does that sound accurate? Very, 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 very. And thank you for those beautiful words, all of those there. It's, you know, what's, what's, what's coming to me, as you shared, is that um, 
I, I did some physical things in between the holidays and I had some time off and I literally kind of rearranged my room. I got some new flooring in. I took a lot of stuff out that hasn't come back in yet. And I'm kind of slowly putting it back in. And there was this sense in that, that I was new, that this was like, there was something about that, that made me have a, a little bit more of a, um, you know, feeling of like, I can do anything. Look at this. It's a, <clears throat> it's a fresh start and all that. And I think that was part, like, I really enjoyed it. And I love how, how it looks now. And there's a few more things to come in, but it's like, it just suits me better for where I'm at. And the other thing is that my word for the year is, is healthiest, but with the root of it being the words that stand out is heal. And I think this was something that is connected to that in a good way. Like I can see the part of this that really makes me know that my words, my themes of this year, oh, here's a really good example of why you asked for these words, even though you didn't know what you asked for. Uh, and and I, I, like I said, I did have a lot of things that were out of my control where I had to sort of show up and, and, and really put in a lot of energy. And I also knew that like, for example, today was the day where I would be off and have, I wouldn't have to be at that pace anymore. And things are now going to go back to sort of how they should be. Um, but what it's really gotten me to do is first of all, three or four times during this period, I voiced to the people that are part of this. This is kind of too much. We can't do it this way again. And they all agreed. And it was like, yeah, it's kind of not fair to me. And, and so, and so they said, yeah, we thought about that. We can, but I was not shy about sharing. Like, um, I'm just not having a very good time right now because I have more responsibility, more things that I have to handle. And that's not fun. And so um, I'm that part was like, I was like, that's great. Like that is that is real different language as well. Uh and and then the other part of me um is recognizing that there there is a part of me that wants to have more capacity than I have. And so there's that bit of denial in that I can't do everything that I have on my plate today. Like, I just don't want to look at things that way. And, but I think it's a really good wake up call because I, part of, I think why I'm feeling depleted today is I had a pretty heavy conversation with my dad last night at like started at nine 30 or something pretty late um, for about 30 to 45 minutes. And it was very intense. And in, in it, I mean, with love, no, no fighting or anything, just more about um, looking at where he wants to be with his life and how he's feeling. And it was just a heavy load. And I think that's the kind of thing, that emotional part that I don't think of when I'm thinking of my actual capacity. Um, I didn't know that's what it was going to be. I thought he was just checking in and he asked if it was too late. And I said, no, I'm, I'm fine. It's not too late. Um, but it went, it went in different directions than I thought. And I'm sure that affected my sleep. Um, and so that affected me like having low energy, but I think there was this wonderful kind of perfect crash and storm of this, you know, really what I woke up saying to myself is, is this the way I want my year to go? Hell no, hell no. So 
um, I think in some ways it's it's really that alert and knowing that I can't add on enough resources when I get into under these conditions. Um, I was doing all those things. I was even sleeping pretty good and I was hydrating a lot and I was eating, I've been eating healthier, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but when you have a certain load that you have to do and then, and then here and there, which there's been other emotional sort of, you know, those things that feel pretty heavy, that is a whole different kind of emotional load that, that drains your capacity very quickly. So um, what I'm taking away from sharing about this today and even thinking about it is that I want to make my expectations way less than I do for the day and for the week and for the, for myself in terms of capacity. And then anything above that is a total win because the opposite is really true. The opposite is that I say, well, I'm going to, you know, of all these things, I'm going to get 85% done. And in reality, many of those things take longer than I think (laughs) they're more involved. They're not going to be completed within this time. And And then an emotional thing will come in where, which is sometimes part of the work I do, where it, it takes more than I thought it would take. And so I think my big takeaway is that I want to expect less and see what happens when that happens. I tend to have really, really great beginning energy. I am the idea person. I can't not have ideas about everything and lots of sparks like that. That is never drained. Uh, even in my hardest times, that part still works. Maybe not at full capacity, but it still works. That middle part, I tend to slog along a bit and it's it's not my favorite part. I love the beginning part, um, but I stick with it. And where I really want to um, focus on this year is that completion energy. That And so, and that's the part that I've, really run out of steam by the time I get three quarters done. That's just very typical. Um, And so if my expectations are like 50% less, there just won't be such a long middle part. And, um, and so I really do want to focus on that. And, and I think the reason I wanted to share about this today is just that I'm, I'm hearing from others that although it's just the middle of the month of the first month of the year, people are already physically tired, emotionally tired, mentally tired, spiritually tired. And I want to do something about that for myself this year. And so I kind of think it's good that I had this very big burnout (laughs) right as I started to remind me, this isn't what I don't want. So let me start to create what I do want. So yeah, it's, it's a lot, but it's also, um, I'm hearing it from everybody. Everybody's at capacity. And we all thought, yay, bravo, new year, a clean slate. Um, but I want to use the part of me, which is very highly developed, my realistic part for myself. I use it very well in all other things, but I want to turn that on myself. So that's kind of my, my takeaway from our conversation today. Mm. I love all of this insight. It's so beautiful and so hopeful because it's 
like you said, it's realistic, right? It's practical, which I know you love. And it's entirely doable. One of the one of the things that I think we tend to get sucked up into around the new year is that we're going to leave all the other stuff behind. Part of healing, and you gave the example of cleaning out your space and intentionally bringing back in little at a time what you want to be in the space, that's part of healing, right? After a big change, whether it's what we would consider positive or negative, part of the healing from that that allows us to build our resilience and our capacity is remembering that we can choose how it goes moving forward. So as you pointed out with your space, with speaking up, and also with, oh yeah, this isn't how I want my year to be. Thank you for the reminder. Now I know what I need to do moving forward. And it doesn't have to be all the things. You can choose one thing to do differently that will help you build your capacity and resilience as you heal, as you become your healthiest. Yeah, I hear that. And I think it's that, I think I I love that you just said one thing because it is because I have a lot of beginning energy and I have a lot of ideas and creativity is like a really high value for me. I love the energy of that, but there's something about also following through on things that really matter to me. Yeah. And that is really where my focus is. So it's kind of one thing at a time is, is, which is so, you know, cliche, but in the, in it's because it's true. Exactly. One thing at a time, (laughs) one, one, one great idea at a time. um, And then breaking that down into much more manageable chunks, but just not being, just not expecting myself to have way more capacity than, than is reasonable. That's really like that alone is such a great, I feel like it's a treasure that I just dug up and And now I can like hold it in my hand, like, okay, it's going to help me guide with everything. And my word of healthiest and, and really heal within that is, is really like, does this, does this, is this part of that or not? Like I, I can see it a mile away. There's, I've already turned down like two or three things that have been offered to me this year or kind of came my way. And I, I just knew they weren't what I I need and want. Um, And so uh, I think for me, it's just, I'm going to just remind myself one thing at a time. And that's all I need to accomplish today. You know, it's not about um, not, not doing what I'm supposed to do, but it's about really focusing and also saying no, when I can't do things and turning things away that aren't, yeah. because I love the new energy of all that, but I want to be I want to be more comfortable with the middle part. I'm pretty good at that, but I want to be, I really want to feel what it feels like to have a sense of that completion energy and to like savor that part because 
it's rare that I get there. And it's kind of a scramble. And I, I, you know, I feel like I always start that with low energy. So um, I'm going to see what happens. I love this so much. Yeah. We may be talking about this again next time. Let's see. Let's see where it goes. Because I, I, I had no clue what we were going to talk about today. But when I just thought for a second, I thought, I am really weary and why and what and how. And it just, and that's, and, and I, and, and then I thought, oh my gosh, I've had probably four or five conversations with people in the last two weeks that have said the exact same thing. Yes. So, um, yes. well, thank you. Thank you, V. Thank you for this lovely conversation and um, for your support and, um, and the capacity to share. And it's been an honor to hear you share. So thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you, Pam. Thank you for your honesty, your vulnerability, your willingness. We all go through this at one time or another. Yeah. And I am so thankful that I get to go through life, this part of life with you. Yeah. Thank you. I feel the same. All right. I'll see you soon. You sure will. Take good care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. To share your comments, your questions, your ideas, and to reach Pam directly, please email coachpamdavis at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about Virginia's work, please visit her website, www.vlbassi.com. We look forward to joining you again next